Hello everyone, it is um, Luna Mot. I thought I would take well, my friends with me tonight as I make my way to try and sneak out of the house. Of course, this is a very complex uh, operation because, as you know, I have a very strict mother who is going to give me hell if I wake her or the household or... If I am not where I am supposed to be in the bed. So I thought I would explain to you why I am sneaking out, explain my methods, and then take you with me. Sounds like fun, oui? So, my friend Benjamin and his friend Thomas are going forth tonight and hosting a party for all of us youths in, in Ravencrow. The party is taking place in a crypt across town and my goal is to get out of the house without anyone knowing and find my way there getting there will not be a problem however getting out of the house not so easy because you see i am in an attic bedroom i have to work my way all the way down those stairs which to start with are not very stable they are very steep with uh, lots of Places to trip and fall. But it will be okay. I am a master at this. I have done this many, many times. Once down the stairs, I have to sneak past my mother and father's bedroom. And then down the matter staircase and then out through the door by the kitchen. I do not know if I will make this, but I am going to try. And you are coming along with me. I'm going to steal myself. Let us go. I'm going to sneak through the door. Quietly, quietly, quietly. Shh, shh. Okay. Okay. Now for the stairs. One. Ow! Unamot? On this week's Roll Plus Pod, the party takes their first steps into the depths of the Harrowstone prison, deep under the earth, away from the safety of daylight and the protection or hindrance of Father Grimborough and the Temple of Phrasma. With the party cut off from those who might be able to aid them, what might they uncover? In the darkness of the basement, personal truths may be the first thing to come to light. I have, no, I have known a sailor or two in my time, so... I'm sure you have. The party default of dealing with trauma through sarcasm and brutal humour continues apace. Oh yeah, Professor Lorimore just dropped dead. Whoops. Bludgeoned to death by accident. And perhaps such heartless jokes reap their own karmic rewards. Is that the worst role of the campaign? Horrors are unleashed that the party cannot fully comprehend. Sorry, did you say dripping and oozing and mm -hmm. smoking? But in a place where death is not the end it should be, it seems old habits are even harder to kill. Okay, uh, I'm gonna shank this mofo with my new fancy dagger. What else will the party uncover in their expedition beneath the prison? What tactics and measures will be necessary to survive these darkened halls? What unearthly creatures will they find and will they ever wash out the stains? It's time to find out on Roll Plus Pod. Back again, guys. Another week. Here we go again! And dude, you're literally at the precipice of something either great or terrifying. Yeah, you and Ooh. I need to have some words, mister, because... Um, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you know you know exactly what you did. You know I you did. did nothing. What <laughs> Emlyn saw is what Emlyn saw. Alright. Like, don't blame <laughs> don't your like eyes. <laughs> I, ca I can't wait for the great analytical techniques of Emlyn. Like, hmm, maybe I should lick the cover of the book. Maybe <laughs> that will determine it for me. It would not be the first time. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yummy books. If I saute page 32, I might discover something new. <laughs> Just um, watch out for paper cuts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh god, can you imagine? Oh. Uh, so yes, last week was a little bit of a, an interesting one. So um, you had a look through the um, assortment of items that you have uh, retrieved that definitely seem to be connected to the five um, prisoners of Harrowstone that you have identified as being a bit of a risk. Um, you went back and spoke to Vissoriana, um, kind of got a bit of an idea for where are the, the limits of her 
um, knowledge and her power and what you may need to do to assist in the ultimate goal of cleansing this place of all the evil um then we had a wonderful wonderful time of uh, avina casting many 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 spells trying to suss out the possible side effects of the spell book that she has uh, had um, been in possession of at the time um as well, as well as just some wonderfully fun reactions from everybody else during this time and luna having fun at everyone's expense toot, while also toot. cleaning Oh yes, and yes, um, and very nearly killing herself by playing a flute for pure fun. Wait, killing myself? I didn't know it was that bad. Are you kidding mm. me? <laughs> well, you took two points of damage. Who, who knows what could have happened from there? Mm, the flutes that summons blood-sucking mosquitoes could have killed yeah. you. Startling. <laughs> I'm sure that's perfectly harmless. Look, I don't think about the consequences of my actions. Clearly you got that from the first episode where I killed three people. That is very true. I like um, that you're expect. either suicidal or homicidal at any given moment. <laughs> yeah, it gives like no between the two. I'm like a metronome. <laughs> uh, but you then you, you bedded down for the night um in in the warden's old office. Um Lunamote um and but Lunamo having helped had her unseen servant clean the room, um, Amaranth curling up by the door, presumably to defend the group if anything happens, but also maybe to make a quick escape if Avina goes crazy. <laughs> oh, it was more defense. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then and Avina having given the uh, spellbook to Emlyn, Emlyn now having four out of the five items, which is going to be so much fun. I'm nothing sure. could go wrong with this at nothing all. Nothing could ever go wrong. Exactly. Aaron. Nothing ever. No. Um, but you wake the following morning, uh, a little bit of a discussion between Avina and Emlyn as to some weirdness with the book and uh, certain names. And then we left off with Emlyn putting the book back into their satchel. And as they do, they just see Emlyn written across the cover as you're heading towards the uh, western easternmost room where there is the hole in the floor to go down to the basement. Because that's the perfect time to be finding out that a book has your name on it when it didn't just like seconds before. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, yeah, it just goes in the bag. And on we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay so you come back into the uh into the room on the eastern side uh it seemed to have been some kind of training room this is where you fought the flaming skulls earlier um you can still see the four scattered skulls now devoid of their unearthly flame scattered around the room um and there is the there is a, this, this huge kind of like 10 foot wide hole in the middle that seems to drop um about 20 foot into the area below I'm not going first. I'll go first. I mean, I did. I do have a. I did stock up on rope. So, is there a good place around to some other look secure to tie one end of it to? Uh, yeah, there are a few places you probably you, you could probably tie it to. That won't be too much of an issue. Okay, I'm so glad I don't have to roll for my knots. Um, <laughs> sorry, I didn't put that idea in your head. No. No. <laughs> no, no, it is perfectly fine. I, um, I mean, to be fair, you um, you grew up in Califas where you would have been a hand on the docks at many times to get a bit of money in, so you would know your way around a knot or two. I, I have no, I have known a sailor or two in my time, so I'm sure you have. <laughs> Not to be overly negative, but what if we all go into the basement and then someone unties a rope or Great. something? Great. What are we supposed to do about that? Just leave someone somebody up here. Yeah, a whole person leave a whole ass person up here and have two, one two, ass person not with us. Great, two people, even better. <laughs> it's a classic spellcaster fighter combo. <laughs> Split the party; it always goes well. I think the odds of somebody else being here to interfere are slim. Oh yeah, Professor Lorimore just dropped dead. Whoops, bludgeoned to death by accident. Classic Lorimore. <laughs> Hold on. Wait. You're being very candid about this. Like. <laughs> right. I'm going to grab my oracle bones. Okay. And I'm going to grab one out. Oh. And mm -hmm. I get to ask a yes no question. You do indeed. I've um, So it worked exactly as the spell yeah. augury. So it must mm -hmm. be an action that you are taking in the next half an hour. Mm -hmm. So, the question is if we tie a rope up here and climb down it and all of us are down will somebody untie it 
Okay, so just so you're aware, before I um, roll for this, there is an automatic 25% chance that it will give you a random result. Yeah, good luck. Just so you're aware. So your question is, if you leave it, the rope tied up here and go down, and you all go down, is uh, will, someone, will someone untie the rope? Yes. Okay. Wheel and woe. <laughs> just kind of look at the bone and go, unhelpful, thank you. And then just put it in my pocket. <laughs> Like, what do I... uh, so just mark off that you've used one yeah. of the bones. Um, Does anyone have a hook or something that could be fashioned into... In fact, I have a dagger. What am I talking about? <laughs> um, what if I tie the rope to my dagger and that way we can like fling it and it will hopefully get stuck on something in case we need to get back up? Um, is it going to support anyone's weight? I'm. I know you're. I know. I know you're not particularly big, but I'm like quite tall and probably heavier than you. Well, if I'm one not... of us can get up there, then surely we can secure it further. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I suppose. How how deep? We don't even know how deep the hole is. That's probably pretty important. I mean, we figured it. We got a vague impression of it last time. You did indeed, um, and it looked to be about twenty feet. And I have fifty foot of rope. So potentially we could just cut it off at the bottom and take the rest with us. That means we have at least some way to help us get out later on. Yeah, okay. Uh, how long is the tor- is a torch compared to the hole? How long is a torch? Yeah. A torch is about a foot long. Okay, and how big is the hole? What, as in width? Yeah. Ten feet. <laughs> oh, that's a very big hole. <laughs> yeah, it's you a, it's a just... huge hole. I think I see where you were going with that, but it would be like <laughs> size matters sometimes. To balance toothpick <laughs> on the Grand Canyon kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So into the hole? Yeah, it'd be fine. Uh, I'm going to throw a light on Amaranth's sword. Cool. Thank you. I was just about to ask for that. As well as a mage armor on myself. Okay. Um, okay. So you're, you secure the rope. Um, in order to in order to use it for um, like decently for climbing, you'd have to do some knots along the way as well to use it almost as like rungs on a ladder type thing, um, and then you can suspend it over the end of the of the hole, and it goes down into the darkness beneath you. Who would like to go first? I will. Uh, oh, give me a. Can I ask a really quick question? Sorry. Sure. Did we complete a long rest? You did, yes. Oh, okay, so I need to uh, just do that then. Yeah, you, yeah, you completed a long rest, so um, obviously all your spell slots are back, hit points are partially recovered, depending on how many you've lost. Um, uh, Avina can swap spells around if you so choose. I um, was definitely not doing that during that entire conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, so, so sorry, uh, Amaranth, is, Amaranth is going first, yes? Yeah. You will need to give me a climb check, please. Oh no, my climb is my climb is minus two. <laughs> oh god! Can I give a guidance? Uh, oh dear god, it you is minus it before she rolled. Unfortunately. Oh dear god, it is minus one. Oh no! I think is that the worst roll of the campaign? Probably. Sorry, I don't think we've ever gotten to minuses before. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, no, minuses haven't happened. Um, it's well impressive, done. bud. So first, we just have to take a moment to really, really, really appreciate this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really... Failure of the campaign. <laughs> I really wish I wasn't drinking tea at the moment that happened. Can, can, I, can I choose how I go down? I just want to say that I look at <laughs> everyone and just... Two, hang on. <laughs> I just want to say that instead of, like, climbing down, I just, like, fall backwards into the <laughs> Like you're on a boat. <laughs> yeah, I just like I salute you and just fucking drop back. <laughs> um, you do take four points of bludgeoning damage yeah. as you hit the floor in the bottom of the cavern. Yeah. <sighs> Good times. You get down there, I'm just like, yeah, <clears throat> I'm alright. It's all good. No, I don't like it hurt. Um... Who would like to go next? I'll go. Oh, I've got a plus okay. two. Yep, give me a climb check. Seventeen. Um, you managed to climb down pretty easily. Um, it's not too difficult. Being being a uh, uh, halfling and having worked on a on a property where things weren't always your height, clambering across <laughs> wagons that were needed unloading and so on, you're used to climbing. Um, not very often, but you know how to climb a rope. Cool. So you get down quite easily. Who's next? I'll go next. Go ahead. Give me a climb. 
Okay, let's hope all that uh, naval experience pays off. <laughs> that is a nine. You unfortunately fall, lose your footing, but you only take one point of bludgeoning damage. Why? Because he lands on ammo. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> I, I want that to be canon. I must <laughs> you, just, you just land on ammo. He's <laughs> only just gotten up. Just like fall past me in a moat. In a moat, just stood there like. Mm. <laughs> nice. Sorry, Amaranth. Sorry. We have Emlyn. Right. Um. So well, this goes. <laughs> <laughs> I even brought new dice, and still, it managed to roll a three for a total of seven. <laughs> You also lose your footing, <laughs> sliding down the rope, hitting the ground, and taking two points of bludgeoning damage. I'm guessing so, they're also landing on me. <laughs> well, they'll be landing on me, on you. Well, they're knocking, uh, knocking Avina out of em- out of Amaranth's hands, <laughs> dropping Amaranth to the floor. The three of you in a pile. Lunamo just off to the side, like, what is even going on here? I'm, I'm just imagining one of the, like the prison ghosts just watching this from around a corner, going, "What the fuck are they doing?" And they thought I was done for playing the flute. You were. <laughs> So the uh, as you pull yourself back to your feet and dust yourselves down a little bit and worry about the size of the, bru- of the bruises you're going to get tomorrow, um, you kind of take a look around you um, and with the light from um, Amaranth's sword, you see that you're in a quite a cavernous chamber that at one time might have been um, the, an underground cell block, but it has long since collapsed. The crumbled walls are thick with mold, stained with soot. There are heaps of fallen stones and charred wooden beams all over. Um, water drips and seeps along the walls, collecting in this kind of like dark, muddy pool in the middle of the room. On the northern side of this cavern, um, the twisted remains of a wood and iron lift lie in a heap, um, seemingly dragged out from underneath the hole that you've just descended from. Um, to the west, um, there is a partially blocked opening that seems to open up after several feet into um, a, a dark but stable-looking tunnel. And uh, you should now have access to, to help make things easier for you, a map. That doesn't Ooh. sound like you. Oh, new map. You should Ooh. now have a, a, a map with no with no secrets and surprises. You should now have a map. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't even need a sense motive check for that. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I, there, there's nothing oh. at all hidden under all those black squares. I promise. Um. Um, I have. It's just a black screen. Oh, you know what? This is just. This is where technology fails miserably on me. This is a really big map. Oh my god! What did you fail technology? Is that better? Yeah, that is definitely. That's definitely. Yes, you are in this room on the far Uh, right hand side. That's that that square that you can see there, um, outlined in uh, dotted lines. That is where you've just come down from. That is the. um, That is the the hole that leads up to the floor above you. Wait, so we've just fallen into a wet puddle? Pretty much. It's, it's, very, it, it's shallow, um, but yes. Great. Can I do a perception check? Uh, yes, I am going to need all of you to do a perception check, actually. Right. That's a 12 oh, for me. so good, and then it was not. 12 Mamoranth. That was That was a scary roll. <laughs> It, scary it, good, scary bad. Uh, almost scary bad. It was almost a one, and then it tipped over onto a nineteen for a twenty-five. Very nice. Mine is a ten. Okay, and sorry, what was uh, uh Venus? Mine is uh twenty-four. Of course. <laughs> okay, so once again, it's Avina and Emily who are just facing this. Um, as 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 everyone's kind of like gathering their bearings, kind of taking a look around, taking in this site, like there's rubble everywhere. You can almost make out on the floor where the remains of um, like a, like what the walls of a cell were, but they've completely collapsed into rubble. Um, but as you're kind of taking all this in, Avina and Emlyn both hear just subtly at first, but building. And after a few moments, all of you can hear this deafening, 
and piercing scream that starts off low and begins to almost shake the room around you and then as you're as as you're kind of just like reeling from this there is almost just out of the corner of each of your eyes just different parts of the room there are two in two bits of movement as these not even entirely corporeal creatures rise up from the water just almost seeming like seeming to almost be made of something insubstantial like not quite solid not quite liquid not even quite gas it's just this amorphous physical thing that vaguely looks human that rises up out of the water shrieking at you can i do a knowledge religion check you can um so first i'm going to need each of you to uh let me just do now chris i have a quick question before you you can Um, why is this map called hell's basement you may find that out at some point in the future you may not fantastic (laughs) wonderful depends on whether you survive this particular incident Okay. Try to uh, bring that to everybody's attention. So obviously that that red square is roughly where the uh the the lift hole is. Um position yourselves where you would roughly have been in your in your I genuinely thought there was a second there where you were gonna say the red square is where the creature is rising. And I was like, <laughs> the, oh, red square, the red square is where you shall die. Uh oh, you can't square. see the red you can't see the red square, can you? No. That red square. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, just so you're aware of where the uh... I think I definitely would have gone onto the bank because you <laughs> and do I sense the magic three words coming next um, <laughs> I'm going to need some initiative yeah. can I do my knowledge religion after uh, we'll do it as part of your first turn because it's a free action Cool. Okay. okay so what have we got Ooh. Amaranth what have we got 16 16, very nice. Emlyn. Oh, hold on. Ah. Oh, not great. <laughs> <laughs> I've just rolled another three. Uh, six total. Six total. Yeah. Very nice uh, uh, for me. Luna Moat. 22. 22, Luna Moat. Very nice. And a Vina. 6-2. And a 6 <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> You know, it's really funny that the one person who cannot act on their first action always first is always first. <laughs> yep. uh, speaking of which, you are indeed up. You can take a movement or you can take a standard action. Um... You've just seen these two creatures rise up. They are There's almost a glow to them, but they look almost like they're liquid smoke. It's I'm, very hard to pin down. Yeah. As I sort of clutch my head as usual and I'm like, ah, the shooting pain through my brain, I'm just going to reach out a hand and cast guidance on Emlyn. Okay. Uh, I'm not near it. No, I can't. I can't. No, you're, so not, not, near you're, not, you're, you're uh, not near anyone. Yeah, you're not actually near anyone. Crud buckets. Uh, Give yourself one. I, you know what? Yes, I will. I'm going to touch my head and go, ah, guidance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You have a guidance to use. Amaran. Um, okay. I'm going to use my, I'm going to do a uh, knowledge religion. Okay. So give me a knowledge religion check. Let's hope I roll well for the first time this episode. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Eight. Um, they are definitely some form of undead. Um. That's about all you're able to gather. Okay, I'm going to like use... Amaranth needs to start using her, like, detect undead. <laughs> no. no. I'm going to use my short bow to shoot the one um, to, like, closer to me. Uh, okay, so are you dropping your sh- your, your sword? sword? Yeah, I'll drop my you sword. Because you would have had that out in order for light to have been cast on it. Yeah. Okay, so you're dropping your sword just to be aware of that, and then you're going to draw your short sword, uh, your short your your bow, and you're going to shoot at which one? Sorry, the north or the south? Um, north. The north one. Cool. Give me an attack roll. Nine. Unfortunately, the shot goes wide. You there's a in, in your momentary panic to try and and of realization that you don't know what this is. You'll know it's undead, and you're not you're not used to not knowing. Oh wait, it's um, not, um, I get plus two because it's undead, so eleven. Does that change uh, anything? No, unfortunately, oh, you're okay. still not sure what it is. You <laughs> you definitely know it's undead, but it, it kind of does rattle you a little bit that you don't know what this is specifically, um, and you don't know whether it's because you're just too 
taken on the taken off the wrong foot you're not you're just you're not thinking clearly or whether you just have never come across this before um so the shot unfortunately um goes wide okay um so that's the that would that'd be your movement to draw the web draw the bow and your standard action so that brings us to the first of my boys oh no mm. uh didn't move quite a distance okay or you could not yeah i'm gonna go okay. up here I'm gonna so it, it kind of it it almost half looks like it's running on its on its um on its hands, but it, or, or like it's dragging itself, but it's somehow floating as well. It's not quite. It's a very strange locomotion. It runs towards oh, Luna, um, and it's going to attempt to slam into you. Ow! Uh, that is a twenty-one to hit. Yeah, that that that'll do it. Okay, that is um so a couple of things are gonna happen. Oh great. Oh, no. First, you are going to take six points of bludgeoning damage. Oof. As this creature just slams into you. And I'm also going to need you to give me a will saving throw. Does my guidance work on that? You can choose to use it on a saving throw, yeah? Yeah, I'm gonna use the guidance on that then. You said a will saving throw. A will save, yes please. Uh unnatural twenty. Okay, um, as the creature kind of makes contact, and it does make contact, something definitely hits you. Um, you feel this momentary flicker of worry that you manage to just suppress and push down, and you almost feel like it's it's it's, it's not a natural fear. There is something about this creature that seems to induce panic. Great, love that. Um, but that is his turn or her turn. We don't know or their turn. Um, moving on to his friend, though. Who is next? Who is then going to run? Uh, actually, is going to because um, you you can't. I mean, Avina can kind of see where this one is from beh- behind the rock. Um, Emlyn hasn't got a view of it at all until suddenly you see this pair of hands pull through the rock, and the whole creature transitions directly through as if the rock wasn't even there to right in front of you. Wonderful! Hi. And it tries to slam into you as well. Great. And that is an 18 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Um, again, a couple of things. First, you're going to take five points of bludgeoning. Okay. And then I also need a will saving throw, please. Cool, 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 cool. That's a 15. Uh, that is fine. You get the same kind of sensation of momentary panic that you that you, that you're you're not that you're not you're not a stranger to dangerous situations, and you're definitely not a stranger to undead having. A whole career in archaeology they come up every now and then mm-hmm. um so you recognize that, they, that again this is definitely an effect of the creature rather than something innate within yourself okay um but that does then bring us to emlyn right okay and this creature this boy is right in front of you and he is dripping and oozing and smoking away okay sorry Ew. did you say dripping and oozing and mm-hmm. smoking it's it, it literally it's really hard to tell like it is both insubstantial and somehow liquid and somehow gaseous and it it just seems to defy having a single form it's gotta be all fancy it can't have Um, one state of matter it's got to have all of them pretty much what i want to try and do Mm -hmm. is and tell me if this is like a how much (laughs) this is gonna take for me to do this Okay. Is I want to get a little bit further away while also pushing Avina away as well. Um, because you're acting before Avina's taken any actions in this combat, Avina mm. counts as flat-footed, so isn't able to move herself. Okay. Um, so you could use your standard action to move her, but it would move. It would use your action to okay. do so. Okay. Then I'm just gonna keep this thing here with me. That's fine. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna grab my dagger off my belt. Okay. Which I'm not good with. <laughs> okay. And I'm gonna take a swing at it. Okay. Um, give me an attack roll. What are you using? Just a dagger. Okay. <laughs> Never use it. A uh, fifteen. A fifteen is a hit. Hey. Way. Of course, that's a d4 <laughs> plus nothing. <laughs> Three. Okay. It's not bad. 
good to know your the blade definitely makes contact with something physical Mm -hmm. which is definitely a reassurance considering the form this creature seems to take um and you you kind of that 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 momentary fear that came from it you, you that helps you really push that fear down knowing that it is definitely physical and if your blade can touch it it means it can die cool um at least we can kill it and i'm just gonna start like shouting at it to try and keep its attention on me okay you're just gonna shout at it yeah just be like uh what the fuck are you even like you think you've got no fucking legs but you're moving and it's really bullshit and fucking get stabbed bitch (laughs) and just nonsense oh i love the way you work insult its mother Probably the energy of a car park at 11 p.m. Essentially, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, just making sure its attention's not on me, on or on, and not drifting to anybody anywhere near me. (laughs) Okay, um, that brings us to Avina. It does indeed, and I am going to try something. What are you going to try? Well, I didn't quite get the chance last time due to interference, so I'm going to do it this time. I am going to... uh, No, this should be... Oh, no, it's a... uh, Yes, okay, I've got it. Cool. Um, I am going to pull a card from my deck, um, pull it out in front of me, sort of stare at it, and through it, cast Positive Pulse. I'm going to to make a will saving throw. I thought that was coming. It's okay though. I have a I have a decent will modifier. It's the only modifier I have in that category, but <laughs> Oh, natural twenty plus oh, five. Nice. Okay, you managed you, you you have that panic that rises in the back of your head again, but you managed to push it back down for the sake that you have to do this. Um you managed to get the spell off. I so also remind me it. what your new spell does. Uh, yes. So it is a five foot radius burst that I can cast within 25 foot plus extra for levels. Mm-hmm. Um, it, causes a, yes, it causes a wave of positive energy to spread for a point I designate, damaging foes vulnerable to it and bolstering living creatures. Um, each creature damaged by positive energy in the area must succeed to will save or take 1d6 points of damage plus one point for every two caster levels. Also affects haunts and any living creatures in the radius um, gain a plus two bonus on saving throws against death effects, energy drain, negative energy, and effects caused directly uh, by haunts. Okay, so where would you like to center this? I am going to center it directly on the creature, um, so that's a five foot radius. Does that five, mean it's going to be so five foot burst? Is that? That's fine. I I'm quite happy if Emmeline gets tagged by it. Okay, so <laughs> well, um, it's a bonus to living creatures. Okay. So, uh, so Emlyn gets the plus two saving throws, was it? Yes, for one uh, round. Okay, and da, 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 so the damage on that... It needs to make a will saving throw. Okay, oh, how good are you at will, my good sir? Uh, not bad, that is a 15. And it's against my spell save DC? Yeah. Uh, that, that, s- that is a 16, I'm afraid. Okay. Um, so it takes 1d6 positive energy damage. So you would roll that, David. Oh, I do, yes. Sorry, I'm not used to using damaging spells. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the novelty for me. Do I have a d6? I do. I'd be concerned if you didn't, uh, it's the basic so it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be 1d6 plus 1. Okay. Because you're a second level caster, so you use 1 point per 2 caster levels. Oh yes, I am, I forgot. Um, right. That is... Four plus one, five points of positive energy damage. Nice. Five points. Okay. Uh. And for my movement, I am going to... Uh, uh, drawing a weapon is a move, yes? Uh, yes, it is, yeah. Or you can do it as part of a movement as well, because you've got a, a, okay. a base type bonus of plus one. Ooh, okay. In that case, then, I would like to take a... St- uh, step in that direct. I would like to step to my right, uh, mm-hmm. so away from Emlyn, um, mm-hmm. towards the wall. Mm-hmm. And during that, I'd like to pull a dart. Sure. Okay. That brings us to the top of the round, Luna Moat. Okay. Uh, I'm going to shank this mofo with my new fancy dagger. Okay. Which also isn't appearing on my combat tab, by the way. Um, uh, one minute. It should be, is it not? 
Oh, you sh you see you, you be uh, okay. I see why it's not because I have to go in and do that first. Now it's there. Yes, it is. Thank you. Okay, no, I'm going to stab it with this thing. So <laughs> it is plus four attack. That is a fourteen. Uh, a fourteen is a hit. Go ahead oh, and roll me some damage. Is it? Oh, it is. That's novel. Right. Uh, so that is a one d three plus one. How, so that's this? Yes. So that is... Do we round up or down, babe? Uh, so on, on a d6, a 1 and a 2 is 1, 3 and 4 is 2, 5 and 6 is 3. So that is 3 points of slashing damage, I want to say? For a punching dagger, I think it's piercing. Cause you're oh, piercing then, yeah. Uh, 3 points, did you say? Uh, yes. Okay, it definitely impacts something physical. Of a, of a sort. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't feel... Yeah, it, 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 it's doing something, you know that much. But how much damage you're doing is very, very hard to tell. Fair enough. Okay, so you've got... That's your um, your sound action. You've got movement if you um, wish. And a swift, obviously. Um, um, movement. I think I'm going to move... Nah, I'm good here. Okay. I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> I've not got any swifts. Okay, um... I'm going to try my short bow again. Okie doke. Hopefully my archery is not too rusty from all the great sword attacks. <laughs> Give me an attack roll. Okay, um, so that's 14, but because it's a favoured enemy, that's a 16. Uh, that is a hit. And then for damage it is... Sorry, I'm just looking at my attack notes because... Yeah. Um, so it says plus two to attack and damage. Mm -hmm. And then... Plus one to damage, so it's plus three. So uh, nine. You, you only you only get that that um, extra plus one if you've identified it. Um, there's two. It says like there's one plus one against ones I've identified, and then there's another plus one to damage rolls versus yeah, oh damage rolls. Okay. Um, so yeah, plus two, so eight. Eight points of damage. Yeah. Okay. Piercing damage. Okay. Uh, okay. So yes, um, your arrow sinks in. Um, the, the, immediately the wound seems to kind of almost like cling to the arrow as it's shifting in its form but it definitely seems to it makes contact it pierces it does some damage um not no i no idea how much it doesn't look neither of them look like they are that wounded but it's hard to tell okay um what would you like to do with it? you've got movement you've got swift can i pick my sword up and take a five foot step um, picking it up off the floor would doesn't count as drawing it, so you you could use your move action to pick it up, but you wouldn't be able to move as well. I thought because it's a five foot, it doesn't count as for, for this. It would because you because you're having to um, you're having to essentially kneel down to get it, which kind of counts as the move action. So you that is a move action if that makes sense. Okay, then yeah, I'd like to pick up my um, sword. Okay, you have your great sword. Uh, that brings us to the top guy who is going to try and slam attack you again, Luna Moat. Okie doke. That is an 18 to hit. Uh, yep. That is four points of bludgeoning damage. Cool. And I'm going to need you to give me another will saving throw. Uh, 14. 14 you see, once again feel that clawing sensation coming at you as the as the, the creature slams itself into you its arms flailing through the air that shriek still echoing in the chamber around you I... but you manage to shake that feeling and push it down i hate this thing this thing sucks <laughs> you said that about like everything they also well you know i'm still not wrong <laughs> it's true um, that brings us then to this guy at the bottom who is going to take another slam at Emlyn. Yeah. Um, that is a 21 to hit. Yeah. Uh, that, so that the, that's six points of bludgeoning damage. Ow. And I'm going to need a will saving throw. Great. Wonderful. This could not possibly go wrong. Four. Oh, God. As the creature comes at you, you feel your body just racked with pain. Like you're taking a, quite a severe beating, and then that 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 sensation as you as you as you realize almost for the first time you you didn't notice it as much last time, but like even as the creature pulls back as if it's going to come for you again, 
you can almost feel it on you still like it's as if it's attached to you as if you're covered in whatever it is made of and that fear grips you you are shaken for four rounds wonderful okay um so shaken as a reminder uh is a minus two penalty on attack rolls saving throws skill checks and ability checks cool i am shook you are shooketh and that brings us to you emlyn right so hold on i know you've literally just said what it does but i'm still checking it again <laughs> oh that's it if it's a minus two on loads of things it will automatically be affected on your Ooh. character sheet your all okay. of your numbers will be updated okay but i'm still able to like act as i'm Yep, you can act as normal. It, it, essentially, this um, so shaken is it's like fear, but it's like a slightly mm-hmm. it's a weaker version of fear. So you've still got um, good control over yourself. You're just okay. you're you're just shaking a little bit. You're just not quite as confident as you would be. Cool, that's fine. Um, the thing is moved out of the way. Amaranth's got sword and is looking like head in potentially. I'm gonna take a five foot step. Oh, how stupid am I? <laughs> That is the question. I mean, it's all relative in this yeah. party. <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> I'm allowed to right. say these things. I'm not part of the party. Mm. I need to roll dice for this because I... Uh... Okay. Oh, no. Cool. Stupid is the answer. Ooh, I, like, mm. I love when that's the um, answer. I'm going to take a five-foot step, so I am blocking its eyesight to Vina. Okay. <laughs> And I'm gonna take another wild swing at it. Okay. Good for you. Just give me an attack. Being roll. annoying. <laughs> uh, it's a straight roll now. Just oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> Just a flat d20. Love it. Which is a sixteen. <laughs> that is a hit still. <laughs> Which is a d4. That's a one. <laughs> As you swing in with the dagger, something about the creature seems different. Okay. And this does not seem to do any damage to it at all. It seems Wonderful. to immediately shake that off. Great. It's going to be like hard or something, isn't it? I think it's because it's come into contact with yeah. Emlyn that Link has done something. May I attempt to identify these creatures? You can indeed give me a religion check. Boy, am I glad I did some reading. <laughs> so I have that now. <laughs> And if that's the real message of this podcast, it's how much reading saves lives. <laughs> yes. I um, you've so got that, a buddy. <laughs> so that is a 15 plus 6, 21. Okay, so you would know that the these are spirits. They are specifically ectoplasmic spirits. They are formed and generated of ectoplasmic residues of various kinds. Hence their amorphous kind of material shape so you're saying um, sticky ghosts basically kind sticky of um, sticky you ghosts. would you would know that obviously as 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 you as a player are aware that they have uh, the ability to inflict a shaken condition with their with their attacks um you would obviously know they have all of the normal undead traits immune to death effects diseases mind affecting paralysis poison sleep stun and any effect that requires a fortitude save um you would also know that these um that the, the the change that you have now seen apparently uh, it seems to be that after the first hit the ectoplasm seems to have hardened in a way where it has um damage reduction five points except for slashing okay so all damage that it receives from physical weapons is reduced by five unless they are slashing it doesn't seem like it had that at first it seems to have now taken it on almost as if the first time it got hit it's reacted to that and strengthened itself that was the point of clarification i was going to ask for is does it suggest that it happened when it hit emlyn or when emlyn hit it uh, no it, it, it looks as though it's a reaction to the last time emlyn hit it i see okay and it, it wasn't quite quick enough to get there before your pulse and your pulse wouldn't have been affected by damage reduction anyway um but it, it has reacted to that first damage almost like a defensive measure of some kind okay uh i'm gonna just shout they're spirits ectoplasmic spirits um hopefully those words will jog amaranth's memory um okay so now what would you like to do with your turn 
Uh, yes, uh, now for my turn, I'm just going to check quickly what type of damage uh, a dart does, because I don't remember. Uh, a dart will be piercing. Fooey. Hmm. Um, because it pierces. Nope, that's... that's uh, Yes, the logic is there. <laughs> I, I understand. Um, hmm. Theoretically, if I wanted to use a scroll, how would I do that? Okay, so uh, what's uh, the first? The first question is: Is does the spell itself appear on your spell list? Uh, as in my classes spell list, or your, the spell class, I have your, uh, your class spell list? Is it a spell that you are capable of learning as a witch? Allow me to check that very quickly, then. Which spell uh, is it? Which which scroll are you looking at? Protection from evil. Uh, I don't see it. Right place. I cannot find it on my uh, class list. Okay, so in which case then you need to make a um, it's a caster level check. Uh huh. Um, the DC of which obviously varies based on the level of the spell itself. So, um, from evil is a first level. Cool. Quick, quick check just before I start the roll. Mm -hmm. um, just because I, I one of the things I wasn't clear on the just in the description of the spell is its range. Is it a touch range? It is indeed a touch range spell. In that case, then, I want to move forward mm -hmm. behind Emlyn and cast the spell on them. Okay. So I just put a hand on their back, hopefully not like making them jump. Um, and how just, do I do a cast uh, level Just check? a thought, actually, um, because of the fact you did um, a very good uh, uh, check to identify the creatures, you would be aware these are not evil creatures, they are neutral. Oh, I've just okay. realised that I should have uh, should have mentioned that they are not they are not evil in and of themselves. They are true neutral. In that case, may I use the scroll of shield instead? Then yes, you may. Which I also uh, believe doesn't appear on my spell list. <laughs> I had to say, does it appear? No. Uh, so how do I do a caster check? So on your spell tab, you've got caster level at the top right. Um, uh, click on the little dice icon. Yes. Essentially, it's a d twenty plus your caster level is what it is. Um, and so, da, 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 so you're using the scroll of shield. Scroll of shield. Oh, let me. That was a nine. Yeah, unfortunately, you are not able to activate the spell. That does use your action. It does not use the scroll in this instance. That's okay. That it's not a. It's not a, it's not a bad enough fail that you ruin the scroll, but you it just uses your turn. Hypothetically, what would be a bad enough fail to? Um, any anything that is uh ten below what the DC is. Okay. So if you're okay. ten or but ten or below, um, then you, the the scroll will essentially be damaged beyond repair, and you will not be, and you will lose the scroll. Okay. Again, just for the clarity of the podcast, I am house ruling all of this <laughs> because I don't like the way scrolls work as written because it makes no sense to me. Uh, that brings us to the top of the round, though. Unless you, oh, you've just moved towards, so you've taken your move. Your yes. standard action is the scroll. So unless you've got a swift, um, besides glaring at the scroll, no. <laughs> essentially, essentially, you kind of look down at it, and it just you can't. The 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 magic is just too different from what you normally cast that you can't quite wrap your head around what is uh, vocal, what you're supposed to say, what you're supposed to do, and what the actual components are. It just doesn't read clearly to you right now. Um, Lunamote, it is your turn. Okay, this creature. so incidentally, you also see this—the one in front of you—has also looks yeah. hardened now. Um, so using my move action, I'm going to grab one of my other daggers from my belt. So I've got a dagger in each hand. Uh, da -da -da -da. Give me two seconds. I need to check something. Don't think it's bad. Okay, no, you're good. I just want to check if that provoked, uh, provoked an attack opportunity. It doesn't. You're okay, fine. cool. And then I'm gonna <laughs> with my new daggers. Stab it. Give me a stab. Okie doke. Now I've got a dagger in each hand. You know what? I hope I get another action, like another attack per action at some point. That'd be really fun. Um, <sighs> one second, because I believe you can. If you, I mean, I will, I will. This is a rule we've never used before because oh. it's not the best rule. But if you, it's an option if you want it. So two weapon fighting, yeah, is something you can do if oh. you have a weapon. If you have a weapon in each hand, um. And they're both light weapons, which both of yours are light weapons. You take. I want to. I'm going to. I'm just going to double check it now because it's been quite a while since I've had to look this up. You would take a penalty to both attacks, but you would get two attacks. Mm. Um, so let me just have a look at what the penalties are. I want to say it's minus four, minus eight, but I want to double check. 
Uh, I'm good for now. Thanks for letting me know. I'll bear that in mind. Uh, it does not say on there. That is not... Um, yeah, no, I, I'll look it up if we ever want to use it. But yeah, you do yeah, get... right now um... I'm just going to use my normal dagger to stab it. Oh, okay. That's a nine. Uh, oh, sorry, it's uh, minus six on the primary hand, it'd be, and it'd be minus ten on the offhand. Oh. Uh, sorry, so that was a nine on the um, the attack, was it? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, that does not hit. Yeah, okay, cool. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a me. No. <laughs> Uh, Amaranth, you are up. This creature is bearing down on Lunamote. There is another one that seems to be really taking a pummeling on Emlyn. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, Like, Emlyn doesn't look great. Yeah. Uh, Hold on. How many many hit points do you have, Lunamote? I'm about halfway. I'm, I'm... I look like I've taken a couple of blows. I'm not telling you my hit points because that's meta gaming. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Let me mess again. <laughs> um, well, I'm guessing just by looking, um, Emily's going to be looking a hell of a lot rougher mm-hmm. at this yes. point in time. Oh, so I'm just gonna shout, "Hang on! I'll be back over in a minute," <laughs> and I'll run over and just- attack. <laughs> Just amorous. I'll be back. I'll be back, <laughs> and I just like run over and attack the other one. Okay. Uh, so if I go here, mm-hmm. cool. Go ahead and give me an attack roll. Okay. Um. So plus two. Okay. So that'll be nineteen to hit. Oh, that's a hit. Yeah. And then for damage, that is. A lot, I'm sure. Ten. Ten. Slashing. You cleave right through this creature and it just almost... It's almost like when a pot of a pot of water boils over and it all comes running down the side. It just collapses into a heap of this ectoplasmic material on the ground in front of you. Yucky. Get it, girl! <laughs> and it is dead. Yeah. Again. <laughs> For real um, this time? <laughs> who knows oh no um, so that's your movement that's your standard action that brings us to our gooey friend oh, who's no. going to take a nice another hit at Lunamote that is a 7 to hit that does not hit it tries it fails it feels a shame next Emlyn right the whole way through this as well, these creatures have just been screaming. Oh, wonderful. Like, blood-curdling scream, just a... <laughs> the whole time echoing Love around that. the room. Great, wonderful. Disgusting. Um, I'm going to look at Amaran and go, ah, thanks for that, bud. Um, cool. I'm going to sidestep outwards. Mm-hmm. I'm going to switch to my gun. Yep. Um, I'm going to take a shot at the guy across the way harassing Lunamote. Okay, give me an attack roll. Plus three on this one. Yeah, an 11. That, um, uh, ooh, that actually that is a hit because you're. It's against Touch AC for you, isn't it? Oh, yeah, shit. Because yeah, you're, that... within... you're, within... you're, within... yeah, yeah. you're within 20 feet. So, yes, it's against Touch AC. It is a hit. Go oh, ahead God, and run with right. some damage. Uh, does anything else come into play, or is it just that? <laughs> oh god, I've got to check now. I, I think that's what? it. Okay, cool. That's fine. Cool. So D eight. Uh, four damage. Four damage. Um, and that is uh, piercing and bludgeoning. Is it? That sounds about right. Yeah, piercing and bludgeoning. Okay, so unfortunately, that yes. does not seem to do anything. Oh fuck. Um. Oh wait, hold on. The bullet definitely seems to impact but nothing else happens yeah with point blank it would have been five but i think that's <laughs> that's to be fair it, yeah. slightly, obviously slightly metagaming because only have had the information yeah. but i don't care yeah that would have done nothing either because yeah, it's a dr5 yeah, <laughs> i didn't uh, have time to reel off everything unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> I, must say, I go with the hand maybe as soon as one of you knows something and says i tell the others we're fine with it cool that's fine otherwise so we'll i've done a whole thought lecture notes during my turn just doing it this is a so otherwise we'll be here like a whole combat with you every single round being like and now i tell them this and now i tell them this and now i tell them this i like, know oh, it's, it's I, I i'm more in the david attenborough role <laughs> <laughs> and here we see two 
natural examples of ectoplasmic spirits in their natural environment, <laughs> so on and so forth. Um, there is a natural environment for ectoplasmic spirits. They're very unnatural in and of themselves. Uh, Touche. I mean, there isn't a giant go- like goop mama. But there's a, they're, they're, they're free range. Um, <laughs> there's a field from the frolic in. Uh, really? I thought they'd be Victorian fed. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I am going to come out from behind Amaranth mm-hmm. and Emlyn, and I'm going to edge up <laughs> yes, towards, the, um, towards the other spirit, which presumably is quite focused on Lunamount at the moment. It seems to be. So I should be able to come up behind it, like that. Is that... Sure. Oh, is that... Is the measurements off there? Is that allowable? Uh, no, that's not because you, um, you, you've um, for every, every so the way the fo- the diagonals work. The first one is five feet. The second one is ten. The third one is five. Oh. The second, and then so oh, yeah, they, okay. they alternate five, ten, five, ten, five, ten. Allow me to adjust. Oh, I, my movements all over the place now. Allow okay, me to adjust so, that one path. Uh, try again. Yep, that's good. Okay, so I mean, in that case, yeah, then... there's a little button on the left hand side. The little, the two arrows in a circle resets your movement for the turn. Two arrows in a circle. I will try to find that another time because <laughs> I cannot see it. Um, okay, so I think I can do then. Sidestepping doesn't have the same penalty, does it? No, it's only diagonal that does that. Okay, so then I can do. I'm going to step up behind them again, sidestep, and then approach it. From this angle, which shouldn't trigger an attack of opportunity, I think. No, it won't. It won't. You're fine. So this might. I'm going to attempt to cast Cure Light Wounds on it. Okay, so first you need to give me a will save. Yep, I knew that was coming. (laughs) Come on, give me something good, 19. That is fine. Okay. Um, Then you need to tell me whether or not you are casting defensively. Remind me of the difference. So, if you are casting defensively, you have to um, you have to make a uh, concentration check. Mm-hmm. Um, the DC of which is fifteen plus double the spell's level. So, in this case, it'd be seventeen. Who cool. um, would be the DC for this? If you fail the check, then you um, are open to a attack of opportunity. Right and. And if you are hit with that attack of opportunity, you will lose the spell. Okay. Um, if you choose not to cast defensively, then you may then um, then. Oh, no, 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 sorry. If you, if you choose to cast defensively and you fail, you do lose the spell. I didn't know but... you've got a choice of casting defensively or not. As far as I'm aware, you do. Because every time I've tried to do it, you've gone. You you would be casting defensively if you did that within the five feet. Maybe not. Who knows? It's very. Okay. It's a. It's, 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 it's a long old day. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Take the option. I'm a little unsure of the difference still, but what I'm One guessing. Sec, I'm just, let, let, let me find the official rules, and then that will be much easier. Uh, and now some interlude music from the uh, the uh, Roll Plus Pod players. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you went spicy. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't expecting the little bit of flavour there. Well, I needed to differentiate it from the Sims music. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, welcome to Flavor Town, population Lunamote. Hey! It's the flu. I couldn't help it, you know? Lunamote, bloody flu. I, I almost pulled out my real one. I will be honest. Okay, so, right. Okay, this is so. Sorry, I've completely misunderstood how conf- casting defensively works because I'm conflating different rule sets. So dun, dun, dun. You, you, you do not have to cast defensively. The okay. difference is, if you cast defensively, you will not provoke an attack of opportunity at all. Uh huh. But if you fail the check, you lose the spell. Okay. If you do not cast defensively, then you are potentially going to get attacked. And if you do get attacked and take damage, you have to make a concentration check based on the damage you take. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. So I'm going cool. to cast defensively then. So then you need to give me a concentration check. So the DC is 17. Okay. And looking at what it says, that should be a plus seven modifier. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. Um, as of curiosity, is that drawn from my um, spot casting stat? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. So it's your, cast, it's your cast level plus your ability modifier. Oh, there's that juicy intelligence modifier again. <laughs> okay. Come on, come on, come on, come on. That is... Oh, oh. It's a 13 plus 7. Yep, you make it. Oh, 
Oh, come on. Okay, so the spell goes through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I believe I need it to make a will saving throw. I think, if I've read uh, the spell correctly. Cure light wounds. Because it's technically harmless, but not in this situation. Uh, you're right. I need to... The thing is, though, is it's technically a touch attack. It's, it's technically a touch... Um, a touch spell. Uh, Touching an opponent with a touch spell is considered to be an armed attack, so um, actually would not provoke attack opportunity, so that um, you would cast defensively wouldn't have mattered. Anyway, that's fine. Okay. It's fine. It all worked out. So, the act of casting the... the, the okay, so yeah, you... Um, right. This is where it breaks down into pieces. So, casting the spell does provoke an attack opportunity. Right. But, but touching your opponent as part... Uh, uh, touching your opponent to release the spell does not provoke the attack opportunity. So you could start casting it before your movement, run up to them, and then touch them. If that makes sense. Let's say I did that. Yes. So that means that you will need to do um, a touch attack in order to try and touch them so um you have to succeed on on a, on a um, melee attach attack roll against their touch ac okay and that would just be what i have for unarmed attack is that right yeah or, or, or under your attack bonuses where you've got melee just melee. oh yes the doy didn't even see that <laughs> okay so that's d20 plus that yes yep cool against their touch ac oh come on dice don't fail me now uh 17 Yep, that's a hit. Oh, thank God. And then it gets the will save from yep. the effect. So the will save is a 16. Okay, and my DC is 16. So it makes the save. Okay, so it takes half damage. Okay. Which in this case is uh, 1d8 plus 1 per caster level. Uh, so 1d8 plus 2. Plus two. Okay, I'm going to do that manually. So that is one d eight. So that's an eight. Uh, plus two is ten. So that's five damage. Okay, it reels back from your touch, but is still more or less solid. Just like every little helps. Bits of it are definitely becoming less solid and falling apart but it is still going uh brings to the top of the round lunamote it is in front of you um reeling angry screaming okay um moving around it would provoke an attack of opportunity right um if you move five feet then no it won't if you move any more than five feet then yes it will i'm gonna move five feet so that i'm flanking it with a vena Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to, um, since I'm, since that seemed t- to work, I guess I'm gonna. Or do I? Um, I'm gonna stab it with my uh, my normal dagger, since the new one doesn't seem to do much. Okay, give me a stab. Natural twenty. Okay, that is a critical threat. Give me a confirmation roll. Eighteen. Uh, that is a that is a critical. <laughs> Sorry, get it. So it's just a normal d six, then, isn't it? Uh, no, no, yeah. You, you you roll the damage as oh. normal and double the total. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm gonna need you to help me do maths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> so f- oh, no, 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 no. So double. The oh, total okay. So then it'd be so, plus one. So it's four. So eight. Eight points of Eight damage. Points of damage. Um, how do you want to do this? Let's steal them. Let's steal the Matt Mercer thing. How do you want to do this? <laughs> oh yay! Okay, uh, so I'm gonna see that Avina's cast cure like wounds on it, inspired by her breaking through that anxiety to come and blast it with positive light. I'm gonna be like, right, swish round, and then as I'm swishing round, just slash it across the neck. Nice, and as you do, the like the head like lolls back, the body just collapsing into this pile of almost like ooze that's also that there are like bubbles of it that burst into this greenish smoke, and it just collapses into a heap. <sighs> that's twice enough out of you. I need that's to where heal. We're gonna leave it. That's where we're going to leave it this week. <laughs> I do not like those things at all. <laughs> That's the that first must... room you've hit in the in the, in the sub level as well. This is Ow. going to suck. I Is this why it's hell's placement? 
I very much mm. hurt. <laughs> this is gonna suck. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Definitely. Who knows? <laughs> well, I hope you do, otherwise we're really in trouble. Yeah. I haven't got a clue. Somebody else is doing all of this. I'm just like there's like a teleprompter, I just read it. <laughs> oh, I thought you were like channeling it. Oh yeah, from the other side. That's that's where the teleprompter's from. Like I don't own a teleprompter, it just appeared one day. <laughs> I mean that's just a cool idea. <laughs> Our intro music is The Descent by Kevin MacLeod. Our outro music is Unpromised by Kevin MacLeod. Find more of his music by visiting incompetech.filmmusic.io. The other music in this episode was provided by Sirenscape, providers of epic sound effects, ambience, and background music for tabletop RPGs. Visit sirenscape.com for more information. The Pathfinder role-playing game and the Carrion Crown Adventure Path are owned by Paizo Inc. and are used under Paizo's community use policy. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo and the Pathfinder role-playing game, visit paizo.com. 